You're the kind of person that slows down when you're driving past a traffic accident. You just can't help yourself. You've got to watch. Well, stay tuned, because now you get to listen as a man bites the hand that feeds him. Let's get to it as we talk about the Rogers Communication proposed 20 billion takeover of Shaw Communications. Before I go any further, I'll have to tell you that this radio station is owned by Chorus, and Chorus is there's a controlling interest is held in Chorus by the Shaw family. So just put that just put that over there. Enjoy this. All right, now Rogers Communications takeover creates quote unquote very serious competitive issues for Canadian officials weighing whether to let the deal proceed. That according to Innovation Minister Francois Philippe Champagne. The two telecom companies testified in a virtual hearing in front of the Industry Science and Technology Committee in Ottawa earlier this week. Here is the head of Shaw Communications, Brad Shaw, telling regulators, telling uh, the members of parliament why this deal should go through, saying that consolidation will help competition. Because I think this opens up new doors, and, and, and with any capital investment, you you have an opportunity to drive competition, innovation, new products and services, and really, I would say, make that digital divide a lot smaller for all of us. That is Brad Shaw <clears throat> testifying to the Industry Science and Technology Committee in Ottawa. Here is Joe Natali, who is CEO of Rogers talking about the size of the deal and why it needs to happen. Every generation or so, this industry makes a massive investment in the future. And then you work your way over the next decade or so to climb out of that investment, and you hope to make the right return. That is Joe Natale, CEO of Rogers, in testimony before the Industry Science and Technology Committee in Ottawa. Did you, what did you hear from Brad Shaw? What did you hear from Joe Natale there? Making the argument that combining these two behemoths is going to be better for the Canadian consumer. Well, let's find out what the perspective is from those that heard some of that testimony. On the line is Nathaniel Erskine-Smith, Liberal MP, who is on the committee hearing. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Uh, let, let's start with uh, this assertion that combining these companies will be better for Canadians. What do you make of that? Well, in some instances, it may well be better for some Canadians insofar as they have committed if they follow through on these commitments, which some companies who have made commitments like this in the past haven't always followed through on. But if they expand network in a way that they weren't otherwise going to build, which is an open question that we're trying to get to the bottom of, it may well benefit some. But the idea that they come before our committee and say that the proposed deal would lead to more competition, not less, is, I think, laughable. They might have meant to say profit. I mean, in January, Mr. Shaw, representatives from Shaw, came to send a brief to our committee, and they specifically held up Freedom Mobile as an interest that has driven down prices for Canadians and that that level of competition has been really good for Canadian consumers. One would think, of course, in a common sense way, if you eliminate that competition, it gets worse for Canadian consumers overall. 
Just by way of background, uh, Shaw owns uh, the discount brand, uh, discount brand, pardon me, Freedom Mobile, which operates in Ontario, uh, and as as you say, has held that up as a, the, that they needed uh, some help to be able to get that spectrum because that would drive down prices. And now they're arguing precisely the opposite thing: uh, Is the government going to make Shaw or make Rogers divest itself entirely of Freedom Mobile if this goes through? Not sure. It may well. There are three reviews underway at the moment. There is a, There will be a review from the Competition Bureau. And, and the Bureau, by the way, has emphasized publicly in the past the importance of regional facilities-based competitors like Freedom Mobile, like Eastlink, to the big three for consumer in the interest of consumers. So there will be a review from the Competition Bureau. There will be a review also from ICID, there will be a re- which is the Innovation Ministry. There will be a review from the CRTC as well. And then as a fourth smaller review and, and public hearing is the one I'm partaking in right now, which is we have a, a set of four meetings from uh, the industry committee. And so ultimately the government will, and these, these agencies will take a look and, and assess the merits of the deal and assess what conditions have to be imposed. I'd be shocked if, if this went through, but I'd be further shocked if it were to go through without any conditions uh, at all. So we are going to see some conditions if it's if it's agreed to by the agencies. But I will say, based on the statements that the Bureau has made in the past, I would be pretty surprised for them not to take a firmer stand on something like this. Yeah, except for you know perfectly well that the Bureau has taken firm stances on things that your government has completely overruled in the past. So it doesn't really make any difference what the Competition Bureau has to say. It will make – of course it will make a difference. I'm not sure if you've got an example of where we've overruled the competition bureau. Air Transat? Where the bureau said no and, and the government said yes. Yeah, is that not Air, Air Canada, Air Transat? I know that deal has not finalized, but the competition bureau said it shouldn't happen. And Garneau well, said I, yes. Well, I, I would hope that in the case of the CRTC, the competition bureau, parliamentarians from all parties – and where we have made it very clear that affordability issues loom large. We've issued a directive to the CRTC to say that affordability issues and consumer protection issues should be a priority for the CRTC. My expectation is that we will honor those commitments and that where a deal like this is not in the interest of affordability, that it is likely to increase prices as it reduces competition, that our government will take a firm stand in support of the consumer and in support of competition. I'm speaking with Nathaniel Erskine-Smith, who's a, a liberal MP who is uh, on uh, one of these committees that is uh, looking at the proposed merger of Rogers and Shaw. You said that you don't think this deal will go through, period. However, the, the majority of, of uh, prognosticators and pundits out there believe it will go through, but just with you know some kind of divestment and probably Rogers will sell off or Shaw will sell off. A portion or all of freedom, even before we get to a point where you're making any kind of ruling, right? So, I mean, it's going to go through. It's just possibly going to go through with a divestment. Well, as I said, my I'm not speaking on behalf of the government, but my view is if this goes through as it is proposed, we are. I would be shocked that it would go through at all as a matter of if we take the interest of consumers first and foremost, but the real shock would be if there are no conditions imposed. And I did put this question to the head of Rogers to say, if there is a condition that you are forced to divest freedom mobile, is this a deal that you are still willing to move forward with? And he said, 
we're going to effectively cross that bridge when we come to it. And this will be a conversation that we have with the Bureau. So, again, I mean, we are looking, we've had one meeting to date. We're going to hear from others this afternoon. We'll hear from the Bureau and from the CRTC next week and put questions. I'll put questions to the Bureau about past statements they've made and whether they plan to recommend this based on those past statements. But in the end, I, as I say, I mean, the interests of consumers and affordability have to come first and foremost based on our past commitments. You know, affordability is is a big issue uh, for Canadians. And we recently had an expert on about the Competition Bureau, and he said this, is that Canadians, if we're going to accept that we don't want foreign investment in our telecoms, we don't want to open it up to foreign players, or we're going to only say, oh, well, I've, we only really like, you know, European foreign investment. Yeah, that, that's a problem. But if we're not going to open up to foreign investment, then we're going to have to accept higher prices in the rest of the world. Your reaction to that? I would defer to experts in an area where, frankly, I don't bring the same level of expertise. I We've done a recent study on affordability, but I wouldn't say it was wide-ranging in a way that on past committees I sat on where we've, you know, investigated privacy reform in a serious way. I did feel like I increased my expertise in a serious way. Obviously, we need more competition. There has been successive governments, conservative and liberals, that have tried to support regional competition to the big three that have tried to support a fourth carrier. And this deal obviously flies in the face of that past, those past attempts. It, if it, obviously, when it comes to foreign ownership or foreign investment in this space, one would rightly, I think, balk at certain investment, but I think as a matter of consumers and, and as a matter of affordability, there are any number of foreign companies that could make the environment in Canada more competitive. And if Shaw is unable to make Freedom Mobile work, then perhaps there's another player, an international player, that could add greater competition by acquiring Freedom Mobile and, and put investment in to make it work. Nate, we have to leave it there. I know this is some pretty nerdy, wonky stuff, but it is important for Canadians, and it, it really does impact uh, the bottom line for a lot of people. I appreciate being on the program today. Well, I appreciate it, and I, and I agree. I, I think questions of affordability loom large, and they should be prioritized first and foremost as a matter of public interest. Thank you again. That is Nathaniel Erskine-Smith, who is a, a Liberal MP who is looking at the proposed merger of Shaw and Rogers. Uh, it's an interesting thing, but I, you know, I, I, I hear what uh, the MP is saying, but the consensus from the street is that this is going through. It's going to go through, and it's going to go through by about 2022 with some kind of divestment, and there is likely very little that the government can do about it. And if that bothers you, then I think you need to ask yourself some questions about what do you think Canada is? What do you, what do you think this nation is? I mean, you, you know, sometimes you hear open for business. We're not open for business. No, we're not. We're an entirely closed off nation. We don't want foreign investment in any of our spaces. We don't really care for competition. We're more than willing to allow the bigger fish to constantly eat the smaller fish in this country. We've seen it right across the board. We're not just talking about telecoms. I'm talking about grocery chains. You name it. Consolidation is a huge issue in this country. And we end up with fewer employers. 
We end up with less competition, and all of it is bad for consumers. But consumers, at the end of the day, if we don't want foreign investment, if you do not want foreign nationals from coming in, remember, we're all so ticked off because Tim Hortons is owned by a Brazilian hedge fund. Come on! You know, if we don't allow foreign investment in this nation, then we're going to pay more, we're going to get worse service, and we're just going to have to accept it. And that's the bottom line. That's the truth, Ruth.